This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. This is Stephanie Shea, the voice of Sailor Moon, and in the name of the moon, you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. It's time. Talk time. Let's go. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Live. Started in the 80s with Matt Cross. Dudes in the hood might have called that soft, but I carried that cross like Jesus did. Fast forward, I teach the kids to learn how to let go, live life, and show love to all things that don't matter. Where y'all from? And luckily, there's a show called Talk Time. We've been waiting for this for a long time. Dax kicks the facts on all the geek news. Special guests and unbiased reviews. Suburban kids, the hipster street dudes. All can learn something new. Me too. I heard words with no faith is empty. I stayed the course, so my haters tempt me. Beat the podcast, that'll make them envy. It ain't too trendy. It's ACMG. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk Time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on. And let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. Anime, comics, movies, and games. Come on and let's get it. Talk time. gentlemen welcome back to the journal of my life that covers all things anime comics movies and games this is acmg presents talk time live the prime show i am your host xavier josiah back with some exciting exciting news i am extremely ecstatic about everything that's happening this week that is officially happening right now we'll be talking about that in our next segment but also in our talk topic well actually before our talk topic we actually got two reviews and i decided to separate them one which i'll be talking about on the next segment and then the other on our talk topic so this week we're going to do two action pack reviews one of which is tom clancy's without remorse that's available now on amazon prime uh starring michael b jordan this is my first look at a tom clancy uh anything you know i'd never read the novels i didn't play the video games i didn't even check out the the series that they did on uh amazon prime i'm you know i never thought myself to be a tom clancy guy but this michael b jordan movie and the premise of it kind of drew me in and i love michael b jordan i love what he did he's pretty much he going he's going completely killmonger in his story thing you know if you didn't notice this is you know if you didn't realize it you would think that this was like an origin story for killmonger but you you, you know it's not but it's it's really it's a really uh, interesting film. We're going to talk about that in the next segment. Uh, our talk topic today we'll be talking about Netflix's latest anime series uh, based on a real life figure in Japan history, and that is Yasuke. And it's a new anime series created by Lashawn Thomas, the guy who brought us Cannon Busters, which I hope they do another series of as well. But he, this one is kind of a step up 
on a lot in a lot of ways because he had some some heavy hitters being a part of this as well so we'll talk about what i thought about that and without remorse and um in this sec uh this show actually i should say so among all that we got some news to talk about and i got some big announcements to talk about in the next segment so let's not waste any time folks let's find out what's new in the world of acmg and now it's time to find out what's new in the world of acmg folks we got some major news to announce right now because we talked about this a little bit on our select start video game podcast just last week and i followed up with it majorly because i said it may be a means for change and if you didn't check it out last week uh i basically talked about how the talk time live website is pretty much there's an error or a crash or something that involved the html code that i put in ages ago and for some reason they just decided to wipe it away and something happened or whatever so that got pretty much my whole template got destroyed and in its place was this generic looking deal i tried to call tumblr they haven't called yet and i'm like look time's time is money we gotta we gotta react on this fast to see what's going on so in the event of that i also talked about maybe the uh, maybe having this being a means to update and improve the website via just hold just designing an entirely brand new website from the get-go and that's exactly what i did it's time to evolve you should never stay stale i love that what that website what it would originally look like i love what it was for what it what it was doing it had a lot of limitations um it wasn't perfect by any stretch but it did what it needed to do may it rest in peace now i am happy to announce that as of right now we have a brand new website for talk time live for the acmg presents talk time live podcast talktimelive.com is now new and improved you gotta ask how did you get a new website up that quick well it helps to be a graphic designer and a web designer <laughs> so i spent a about nine hours straight saturday just designing background graphics uh and images for the uh for the deal content that i've already had just transferring it over creating new photos videos and all the stuff just you know i i had a battle plan the battle plan worked um i went on to design this new one took me about nine hours to create seven pages with more to come as well so and and, and what we have is a much 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 better website than i've ever had before so i'm gonna run down some of the things that you need to expect when going into talktimelive.com it is now an easier way to access the show like there's a much improved like if you go to the podcast page you'll see all of the episodes in chronological order by date uh and, and it just way more detailed than it was before i loved it i absolutely love what i was able to do here um there was much there's a much improved search engine now, i think this is really important because the search engine and the, and the old website let's be honest it sucked it really didn't do it enough i tried to type in something it didn't do it now i can type in anything i want by name by whatever that that i based on the information i put in there and it pops up in fact i can even give you this in our old website i had a like a, a separate page 
for exclusives just to be able to find the exclusive page a lot easier. Guess what? It's even more easy to do now. It's way more user friendly to do now. Everything is conformed to the one podcast page because if you type, if you go to the search engine, which I left a little note on the new website and it states if you type TTL exclusive in the search engine, all of the exclusive interviews that I've done that I have published and uploaded are there easily and very quickly and very uh, precise. All of them are up there in chronological order. Well, not let me see, not all of them, because there are some interviews from like way back in the beginning that are that may not be there that I've, I, I need to find and upload if I do. But for the most part, there are over 40 interviews right now and that list that you can listen to right now very easily so instead of having a page everything's all in one pot and it's it, it makes it very easy to find everything you want mega ran you got mega ran if you want molly flanagan it's there you want ben Fiquette from uh from trinket studios it's there everything's there the naruto cast all you gotta just type it in so it's it's much easier much more user-friendly to actually find an interview or any episode that you're looking for from the archives in there so i i'm extremely ecstatic about that uh you also have the video interviews which is now on a separate page and you can find those and i'll be adding on to those like for instance our interview with amanda c miller that's coming later this month so that will be up as well so you can stay tuned for that uh we also have a media page that is giving you highlights of what acmg and the talk time live podcast will be doing next right now i have the metaverse uh promos up there and by the way shout out to repop they just uploaded and uh, created a new promo for the anime week that they did uh that i work with with the pokemon cast so that is up there as well as the uh my hero academia promo that they uh, that i did with them as well so i plus the 2019 i i, I decided to still add the 2019 uh keystone comic con you know um information up there as well with the gallery and such up there so it, it's all there it is all there um we also have a blog page now because i'm going to be doing some blog entries soon uh i got some ideas that i'm gonna look to do so once i start brainstorming them and start coming up with the logo and such i'll really start kicking that in as well so um and and more pages to come including our hall of fame page i definitely want to bring that back and be able to revamp that and do something new with it now that i have the capabilities to do it i can be more creative with that idea of doing that so you know stay tuned for that idea that's going to be coming as well so uh, i just i just love it i love it that I was able to do this and go out of your way to check it out. It is very, very easy to jump in and enjoy it. I hope you guys enjoy it. I've gotten some great, uh, uh, you know, feedback from it and it's just awesome. And if you are somebody who is looking to, you know, create a brand, start a business or whatever, and you need a website and you need a logo and all this stuff and you need it fast and First of all, pending that you have a plan of action, plan, pending that this is not a spare the moment thing, you know, none of this of what I've done was spare the moment. I, the only reason why I was able to get this 
uh, designed and ready that fast because I already knew what I wanted to do before I had it and I had all the information that was ready. So if you are, if you are well planned and prepared and you need a brand created, look no further than my design firm at Viewfinders Identity Search and Design or VFISAD. And you could go to the website at VFISAD.com and just check it out. You can check out this website and more. The link is on the TalkTimeLive.com website as well. So you can check that out and uh, just, you know, hit me up because <laughs> I'll be more than happy to work with you as well. Especially if you're one of those people who have a plan and, you know, have a well solid plan of action of what you're going to do for your business. So I'm more than happy to work with you on that. So the other big news I want to talk about here is that I was contacted by uh, the people of Repop uh, informing me that they want me to re-enter the metaverse uh, sometime in June. Hopefully that's the plan in June. So um, I will be back to host a new list of anime shows with some of the cast of those shows to do Q&A panels and trivia shows. I know what they're doing. I cannot announce it yet, but I guarantee you it's going to be big. It is going to be big and it's going to be timely <laughs> too. So stay tuned for more announcements to come from Repop on what panels will be coming from there and what I'll be doing next. I'll rest assured when the time comes and when it's announced, I will be more than ready to announced this in with glee because i am looking forward to uh checking out what they are looking to do and be a part of that as well and if you want to check out a lot of the past content that they have already done and check out their really exclusive merchandise some autograph merch that you can get a hold of go to findthemetaverse.com your one-stop shop for all things anime right now with the people of repop so stay tuned for that and uh so much more to go there's so much more to go. You know, I mentioned Amanda C. Miller, by the way, and a big announcement came last week, April 27th. Uh, Amanda Amanda, and the cast of Sailor Moon, including Stephanie Shea, who's been a guest on the show before, announced that they're going to be in a Sailor Moon movie exclusively for Netflix. Not just one, but I believe two movies that are exclusive to Netflix. And I am looking forward to it. She's going to be returning back as Sailor Jupiter. Stephanie Shea's returning back as Sailor Moon. And I couldn't be more excited because I did not know that this was happening. And I contacted Amanda about maybe a month ago or so. We were talking about doing this. So now adding on to this, and we already got a set date. I'm not going to say the date yet, but we got a set date for this interview. And... I can tell you this, it is before this movie airs. So we we will be talking about this series, this show and much, much more from that. But I'm just excited that she kind of, you know, due to NDA, you know, laws, she couldn't announce this, but now we could talk about this a bit before it comes out. And uh, I'm excited. I, I love, I love Sailor Moon. Sailor Moon is considered the Mount Rush, part of the Mount Rushmore of anime like she's up there with dragon ball she is up there with yu yu hakusho she's up there with wait i hate to put naruto in this case because naruto is kind of like a second generation type of deal and bleach is also second generation as well so i kind of you know it's, it's kind of like you know she was first generation so much so she was one of the actual characters that was supposed to be 
a part of the Japan Olympics. And I don't, I think, uh, sadly, I believe that they are nixing the the anime theme idea. I hope that's not the case, but I think that's what's happening due to COVID or whatever like that. But it's, she's up there. She's iconic. I mean, when you see her apparel and clothing being worn by people in TMZ and, and celebrities or whatnot, that's telling. People grew up watching that show. Of course, if you were in America, they watch a very edited version of that show because if you actually watch the original Japanese version, there was always some type of nudity or there was there was content at the time based upon uh, Sailor Venus and Sailor... Um, what is it? Sailor Venus and... Not Sailor Jupiter, but Sailor Venus and uh, Neptune, who are a who were a couple in there. It was, it was I believe, the first lesbian couple in anime and they was this was way before our time when you know the fcc was like no we can't, we're not having this at the time so they edited it to make them in 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 the um they dubbed it to be like they were cousins which was total crap <laughs> it was total crap back then but for those who were hardcore otaku who watched the old tapes from back in the day the japanese originals uncut you knew that these two weren't cousins this is the same bs excuse like when you know people had to hide their truth back in the day so they had to say oh this is your aunt or this is your because you know the world wasn't ready or the united states wasn't ready to grasp the idea that these two were actual couples and it's it's a shame but now we got the recent versions and they're now uh hulu has the recent versions of the original and crystal and they're uncut and they do recognize those two as a couple and that's absolutely awesome so i am excited to see this movie i'm excited to talk to amanda about all of this as well this is just going to be fantastic i am so happy about this because i i grew up watching this uh you know i used to watch it every morning you know about to go to school going to school and all that stuff and i really got deep with it too and you know there's also the tuxedo mask thing which i i, I haven't got a chance to watch crystal because, you know, everybody knows Tuxedo Mask was Usagi's love mate. But there's always this thing about him being just a tad bit older than her. So I don't know how they're going to address it. I got to watch Crystal. I, I watched a few episodes of Crystal, but now I got to really watch it to understand which, uh, what their relationship is and how old he's portrayed in this series as well. So that's going to be a whole type of thing with that so um of course it was the time so back then you know before you know all these new laws and everything coming in people weren't thinking much about the young the younger older relationship at least not until r kelly and Aaliyah. that's that's the truth when r kelly and Aaliyah's situation came about they it became a major big thing back then and people start taking more you know paying more attention to those situations now and now it's even it's now it's a, a a standard thing now so um that's gonna be interesting to see where they where they go with that so i'm looking forward to seeing crystal and and how that's gonna be but i love the series it was always an awesome series and to watch usagi become the ditzy lazy you know high schooler that she was and then become just you know the leader of this group of super powered um you know you know uh, group and grow become to become a princess or a queen or whatever like that it just it, it was just awesome it was just awesome to see it was a great journey so i'm looking forward to this as well so let's talk about 
the last thing I believe, well, last thing before our review that we're going to talk about is the season finale of Invincible. My God, this didn't disappoint at all. <laughs> uh, nobody was disappointed by this. They're still talking about it on the ACMG Facebook group. They're constant posts about what's going on, which is funny because there are more, there are more posts and comments about Invincible this week with the season finale than it ever was since this whole thing started and that's mostly i think it has to do with the fact that there's no competition with uh falcon and the winter soldier or anything else that that's come out mortal Kombat is now coming and going um you know falcon and the winter soldier uh it, it actually you know ended last week so now they got you know invincible gets a shine and well deserved they needed to get away from the falcon and the winter soldier and all the stuff and as we saw as we noticed on, on social media it is now getting the attention it's been trying to get throughout this entire time it's been out <laughs> so hopefully next season they will time this properly make sure nothing else is coming out and they will have to deal with this because now they see with all this all these comments and memes and everything that's coming out that we're seeing that without any other competition major competition like that they could get some shine so let's run down what happened this episode nolan aka omni man finally admitted to mark that he killed the guardians didn't have any choice when you split apart immortal in front of his eyes and the eyes of everybody around the world because cameras were on him mark couldn't believe what he was seeing or hearing and he ran up on him to try to stop him and making him think and thinking that he was brainwashed Nolan doubled down on this, telling him his true intentions, which was to conquer the planet uh, on behalf of his home planet, Virtual, that he talks about all through the episodes or the seasons. Um, when at, and basically, here's the deal, and I kind of knew this was a thing. Virtual is a planet of, cock, of of you know conquerors. They're just archaic as hell, but it's also advanced. But their deal is to basically conquer planets this really goes this really has the dragon ball z saiyan vibe to it in a sense because if you're a fan of dragon ball z you know for a fact that the saiyans are were a race of pirates of superpower pirates that will go around conquering worlds for frieza basically this is kind of the same thing so that kind of makes mark in some way goku he is the Goku of the bunch. Um, so I found that to be interesting, but I kind of knew that's what they were going with. And that's what uh, Nolan was going to basically tell him. When asked about whether he cared about his mom, this was so savage. Uh, Nolan said that he only thought of Debbie as more than a pet in a vessel to birth the possibility of Mark having powers. Nolan asked to join, uh, asked Mark to join him and conquering the planets and others that follow this was so savage i mean shout out to rk uh rollins for i mean uh for being able to do this part he he does it so well i can never look at jay jonah jameson the same ever again <laughs> omni also told mark that he would age very slowly while also live outliving his friends and loved ones and told him not to get too attached to him this is kind of the Highlander uh, uh, mentality. Mark refuses to go with uh, Omni-Man's uh, plan and led to one of the craziest and most abusive domestic beatdowns in history. Omni beat the holy hell out of his son. 
<laughs> after severely beating him and fighting through this his son is like beaten to death omni decided to stop only when mark reminded him that no matter what he uh he would have him to love and that caused nolan to fly away from the planet as he's battling with himself with the idea that he actually cared about mark ah man i felt bad for debbie so much first of all i was glad that she was alive not only is she alive people we got the answer that i got the answer that i was looking for what the hell happened to art apparently he did not kill art art is still alive somehow some way somehow is still alive in all this i swore down nolan was gonna kill him <laughs> because nolan knew in fact that he knew what was going on so for some odd reason he stayed alive he's still alive and i was really happy to see him and they showed him twice well three times actually in the show because the third time was when debbie and him got together to reconcile the whole situation and they started drinking and whatever like that so um man that was a wild battle it was like a half hour of that battle from there the aftermath of that uh fight followed with a chain of preludes to things to come in season two while still wondering why um well what will become of the relationship between nolan and his family we also got an appearance of uh at, with seth rogan playing the alien uh and warning and, and and discovering that mark was actually a viltrum and he was reminding and warning mark that there are going to be more people coming there are going to be more viltrums coming they, they don't just they're very relentless and they will make sure that they fight the planet so he's going to have to prepare majorly it's going to be heavy in season two because he's not only going to be worrying about that but he's also got to worry about onyx uh he's got to worry about all these other you know cecil and and the agency who is still not out of the villain loop yet because what is he doing with these cyborgs whatever i don't know what is happening here and it's just it's going to be awesome this first season in its entirety was not only a great series for robert kirkman and a great series for amazon video and image comics this was in fact without a doubt and i've watched a lot of image comics animated shows including spawn this was the best of them all great writing great character development um dialogue was awesome the star power was amazing like the star power was stupid crazy that they had in here and i enjoyed every minute of it every week i, I my only my only thing that i wish that they had was just more exposure at the time so it's good to know like i said that people were actually watching the series and enjoying this by while also watching falcon and the winter soldier and waiting for mortal Kombat to come and it just never got its due now it's it, it's been revealed that more people are actually watching this series now so i'm still looking forward to season two it is i, I got a feeling it's just going to be bigger than ever robert kirkman is a phenomenal writer he is a absolutely awesome writer and i look forward to definitely this so if you have not gotten a chance to see it now's your chance to see it on amazon video if you still didn't realize that you have more than just you know that you pay for more than just two-day shipping or two-day shipping for groceries you need to take advantage of amazon video they got some great movies and shows um including this other movie that's available on amazon video as a part of the package and that is tom clancy's without remorse starring michael b jordan we're gonna just go right into it right now 
this movie was my first Tom Clancy movie ever, and I loved it. Uh, like I said, I never played the video games. I never read the novels. I never watched any of the movies up until this point. And for some reason, Michael B. Jordan and the, and the trailers was just drew me in. I was like, okay, he's going full Killmonger mode on here. I think I want to see this. So um, this movie was intense, but that is something that I, I expect that is uh, to be from all Tom Clancy stories involving, you know, military and espionage and Navy SEALs and, co and special ops and all this stuff. I, I was told he's really good in that. And now I see, I really see it. I got to learn more about Tom Clancy. I don't know if he was actually in the military at some point or how or would he serve, but he seems to know a lot about these story um, about what's go the going on of what this th these things are. And it always makes me think that if he's ease, if, if somebody like him is able to write all of these stories involving, you know, the military and men of service and all this stuff and this intricate detail of things, how much of it is real? How much of it is fiction? You gotta wonder. You gotta wonder some some things out there. Like there are probably people around walking around this earth that is claimed to be dead, and they're not because of a special situation. There, this is highly possible that you're talking to somebody right now that is a, that has an alias because he was somebody else based on something different going on. It's just you never know. They just they open up your eyes to things like that. But with Michael B. Jordan uh, playing uh, the role of John Kelly, uh, he was very believable. He was a very believable threat, I should say, to anyone who crossed him. The character John Kelly was a man determined to fulfill his mission, even when he was down and out. And there was plenty of times where he was gunned down and injured by always. But he always had his mind on track to know what to do next. And that's what I that's what I really love. It was it was really awesome to for him to. Uh, to see him do that like that's what he was trained for and he just he was like he was the best of his he, this was a awesome his his performance is up there with like Sylvester Stallone Rambo with Arnold Schwarzenegger Commando that type of thing and he was believable for that he needs to do a bunch of these type of movies <laughs> I would love to see Michael B. Jordan do a lot of these movies like this um there were a lot of uh who screwed him moments also in this involving characters like Robert um, Robert Ritter, who had no remorse for any of the soldiers who were set up, uh, who are on a setup mission to uh, against the Russians, nor did he uh, show any sympathy for them when they were slain and killed by the Russians either. And they were some heavy moments. Um, we also had actor jody turner uh smith from queen uh slim as karen uh, greer who was uh kelly superior in this uh in this case and friend who was willing to back him on his mission to find out you know who he you know find out who was behind this with him because she knew there was a conspiracy in this as well and they just didn't know who from who and she was willing to do it even though there were times she was skeptical that Kelly wasn't going to be able to carry out the mission because he, his mind was full of vengeance. And that was understandable, but he proved that he was more than capable for that. Um, but he also told him straight up, like, yeah, there are times I'm not going to be, you know, I'm telling you now, there are times where I'm just going to go above the law here. <laughs> so a lot of memorable moments, uh, quite a few memorable moments, I should say, in here. Uh, the Russians taking out the Navy SEALs group, including one, one of them being run over while he was taking out the trash that was that was just rough that was just rough and the kids they was crazy because 
he just took out the trash all of a sudden this van just boom and then you you don't you don't get time to react to the scene because it just happened so fast but then once you see him get run over and his body is just laying on the ground then you hear the kids screaming oh my goodness oh my it, it just it just hits you right there that that was just that was just very surreal <laughs> right there um we also see John Kelly tracking down one of the uh, men behind the Navy SEALs hits and setting him up to be burned alive in a car. Uh, this was awesome. Like, this is this is beyond training. Like, you have no, talk about without remorse, without fear. The car was engulfed in flames. He runs, he, not, he doesn't even run. He walks right in, opens the door, gets in the car, has a gun up to the dude's head. The dude's gonna die anyway. So he gets the information out of him and pops him. And just walks out. The cops, you know, basically stop him. He tells him that he's, you know, special ops and everything, whatever. They take him to jail. It's just crazy from there. Um, there was another scene where he was in prison after the events of that situation where he was, they wanted to take him away. He was like, um, if you're not gonna tell me where you're gonna, you know, where you're taking me, you ain't take me anywhere so the dude the guard closed the door he went he was about to set up to get these guys to uh, get more guards he prepped hard he took off the shirt he wrapped it around his hand he put water on the ground i guess to make it slippery or whatever like that he put water around his body to make himself slippery very smart tactical type of things and he he psyched himself up the door opened about three or four of them came in he handled all of them he put he put one of them in a rear naked choke and threatened to kill him if they back off it took one of the one of the uh cia guys to come in with um with uh a phone call from karen greer uh, uh for karen uh Creer to come in to say like it's okay cia is going to take care of you they're part of the mission let's go but my man took out a bunch of them and they show a scene where they where he's walking out and there's like over like 20 30 different guards there that just looking at him like yeah i just beat i just beat about three to five of you guys what <laughs> so i mean like the, the, the fun part about this movie that i loved is that you got you got uh kelly who's a navy seals op especially trained to take out multiple people in a certain way in many different ways then you got these cops who are like they think they're badasses but they don't really have any tactical training this man took out three to five of them in in, in, a, in a very small area okay so it you just say it for, for what you will man <laughs> you got to know how to pick your battles even more it was just it was just insane um then of course there was the final scene for me uh the final scene was awesome i'm not going to spoil it for those who didn't watch it but the final scene where he went after the one guy behind this entire setup and it met with a crazy 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 moment an exciting moment folks go out of your way to check this movie out it's a great action movie uh whether you read a tom clancy movie or not if you like michael b jordan you'll love him in this i thought they did very well i thought the acting was great i thought they all did a great job in this movie go out of your way to check it out i this gets an a as a not only just a great popcorn action flick but just a really well detailed story that you know had a lot of twists and turns in there as well because there were people who you thought there was going to be a part uh, behind all of this and it wasn't 
so they're, they're gonna flip you back and forth for this so go out of your way to check it out it's on amazon video right now uh last thing i want to talk about before we actually go to our talk topic of the week man i gotta tell you i finally got to watch tenet some over it's about a little over by like two hours i heard people talk about how really great this movie was and i'm not gonna front on this i'm not gonna be one of those people but this thing dragged this i watched just immediately after uh without remorse i'm thinking this is um, it's a christopher nolan movie i like christopher nolan movies i love the batman series i love inception that was awesome this was not to me a good movie in a sense of it, it tried to be overcomplicated and complex almost for the sake of but it didn't like it tried to be a little bit even it tried to be i felt like it tried to be a little bit even more complex than inception and it just it, just, it was just met with convoluted storytelling it, it wasn't connecting in a sense even more the abilities that they had this time uh this time reversing ability that they had you barely saw them do it more than a few times it was like you had a two-hour movie they were stretching the story out so long in the times that they were doing the reverse thing that after a while you kind of forget that this this what this whole thing was about so you couldn't really get into the idea that they were they had the ability of reversing time back because it didn't happen as often as it did like it did it once and then like for a half hour it didn't do it again and then another hour from that point it didn't do it again and then the whole premise of it you're still trying to figure out the main villain and how he was able to do it and he was able to break through time it it was just boring like me and my wife were just watching this movie and we were just bored out of our ass and we were trying to make sense of what was going on here i i, I can say this the performances were great i love the performance of it washington uh was awesome in there and I, you know um even robert, robert pattinson it, it was the first time i've ever seen a robert pat a movie with robert pattinson there i thought he did pretty good for what it was worth it's just that the narrative didn't it didn't hit me it did there are gonna be people who are gonna pretend like they understood what the hell was going on or think or make sense of it dude it doesn't need to be this complicated it really doesn't like you trying to you trying to mind f people all the time no you don't have to do that you do not have to do that at all just make it understandable somewhat not it doesn't have to be overly simplistic but it doesn't have to be overly complex you need to find a middle ground and i think that there was no middle ground with this there was only a heavy-sided effort of complicated and comp and complexity in this like i feel like i need to watch it if i feel like i need to watch something again in order to find uh, to get it that's a fail to me so it was to me it was just too long and it was just it was drawn out and it didn't really excite me at all as you know it, there were times that i was like okay story is it's good but it's not great and it didn't really hit the money on the point you know like the, like without remorse if i'm comparing and contrasting without remorse you got understanding what was going on they killed his they killed his navy seals team they killed his wife and chi an unborn child there's something deeper in it going on here and you know from there even a matrix even a matrix two and three wasn't as complicated as this you know and i'm talking about you know um two the second matrix when they went the part when they got to the architect wasn't nearly this complicated 
course, I took a computer science course. Um, I got a computer science degree after the fact, and now I understand what everything's going on in the Matrix. So, but this was just, I felt like this was a forced effort to, to create something uh, complex and abstract. You know, very asymmetrical in, in its storytelling, but it just, it didn't, in execution, to me, it didn't work. And that's why I, it, I thought it was because of COVID, that we, which is why, because when this came out, this is one of the only movies that was in theaters during the the depth of the COVID era, and it didn't make any money because of it. Now I'm starting to think it's because it probably the story wasn't as good as you would hope it to be, and this is a sad. It's like Christopher Christopher Nolan is really great. The direct, you know, the the visuals and everything was always was great. I thought that was cool, but it, at and at the end of the day, the the writing just didn't do it for me. It really didn't. So, ah, that's all I wanted to say about the rant with Tenet. And last thing I really want to say is this reminder to people: if you want a little bit more of Falcon and a Winter Soldier on Disney Plus right now, the latest episode of Assembled is out. Uh, that talks that shows the behind the scenes of uh falcon and a winter soldier if you guys remember they did one for wandavision now it look they're going to be doing one for every series that they're coming out with so now it's falcon and a winter soldier you get to see the behind the scenes highly recommend you go out of your way to check that one out also uh right now up and available on facebook is the interview of the, is the uh daily show with trevor noah interview with anthony mackie as they talk about him becoming Captain America. And it's a really good interview. It's about four minutes of that. Go out of your way to check it out. Go to the Daily Show uh, Facebook page and you should be able to check it out. It's an awesome. And if you're on our ACMG Facebook group, you can see it there because I just posted there as well. It's an awesome, awesome interview uh, from Anthony Mack. And they talk about the hot topic of the entire, you know, um, series is him taking over, taking up the shield and everything. So uh, go out of your way to check it out. Folks, that will do it for what's new in the world of ACMG. We're going to take a break, come back, and we're going to talk about Yasuke from Netflix, the latest anime series created by LaShawn Thomas. We'll talk about that and much, much more right after this. This is Amanda Celine Miller, the voice of Boruto and Sailor Jupiter, and you are listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Do it. And now it's time for our top topic of the week. Ready? Fight! Ladies and gentlemen, this is our talk topic of the week, and it is my review of Yasuke, one of Netflix's latest anime series created by LaShawn Thomas. If you guys recognize that name, he created Cannon Busters, the manga that he made in Japan, uh, featuring a lot of black characters of color. And if you love that series, and I do, and I can't wait to see the second season i hope that they come out with a second season i should say you're really really going to like this because they take it to a whole nother level um we haven't seen anything like this since um afro samurai was out back then and uh god this was a really really good series there's only six episodes uh with more to come and this 
is based on the is heavily based on the real life of a former slave turned black samurai warrior named Yasuke. Um, Yasuke is voiced by Get Out and Judas in uh, a Black uh, Messiah star Lakeith Stanfield. I love this dude. He is an awesome actor. Uh, every time he's in anything, any movie or any TV show that he's in, he stands out. What I love about him is that he looks like somebody that you see around the way, somebody that you know from around the way. And we don't get to see enough of people like Lakeith. And he's a very intelligent, very charismatic, swag type dude. And it, it, that presence always comes on the, the screen or in his voice. And he had the opportunity to work with LaShawn on this, uh, not only just as the main uh, character that he portrays, but also as an executive producer. So that even stepped up the whole entire situation better. Um, a lot of people didn't know about this guy. Uh, he was, in fact, like this guy is real. Like, like if you watch this series, it's it's, it's fictitious. In a way, there you know the events in these series was wasn't real, but the actual character is based on a real guy who was a samurai. Not only was he a samurai, but the dude was a servant and retainer for Oda Nobunaga. Like if you video game fans know this name, you know if if anything else that video games have taught us is that they gave us a little bit of a course, a a little small history lesson of feudal Japan and in these video games that we've played over the years whether it was Unimusha or Samurai uh what is it Samurai is it Samurai Warriors yeah or any of these other games um that we've played based on feudal Japan the name of Oda Nobunaga always comes up or Nobunaga uh, or Nobunaga Oda is usually uh pr pronounced in Japan his name always comes up and he's almost like he's always described as the most revered fearless warrior and ruler of feudal japan during that time some of them would consider him a tyrant almost and some of them would actually the way he's portrayed is almost like he was the quote-unquote hitler of japan in a sense uh just ruthless and, and stuff like that but apparently in this he he had a he had a warrior that he took in uh that was a slave from africa and he he was his retainer uh and, and warrior for this matter uh, so this is a very very interesting and i looked i had to look it up because i thought it was just a story and narrative based on um just for the show no in fact he did have this guy like i need to hear more about this story about this guy uh and they named him yasuke that wasn't his original name uh his original name was of, uh, of african descent and nobunaga decided to change it to yasuke which is okay <laughs> it's kind of, you know in some cases it's kind of like making kuta kente toby in a sense but in this turn in this case it was a form of honor to be renamed by somebody of the rank of nobunaga especially when he was you know i guess he was respecting him to be the warrior that he wanted him to be and you know he he took him under his wing pretty much so this is kind of a different case it wasn't a, a, a term it was more of a term of endearment it feels like more than it was a means to throw a self-fulfilling prophecy at somebody you know so he took it under he really he he honored himself with uh nobunaga and and defended him at all times um but as far as this series go this is a this this series gives a fic uh like a fictional or a fictitious telling 
of Yasuke's journey as a warrior servant of uh, Nobunaga in this. Um, and this is kind of based on an alternate reality during the Sengoku era where advanced technology and magic exists uh, in here, which it makes it all the better because I love anime that focuses on, you know, you, you know, kind of a sci-fi kick, but also a mystical kick or some form of mysticism, especially when you involve the feudal era with ninjas and samurais and everything. And it just always a cool thing always a cool thing with this and they did this exactly this with this series uh so you have all these elements here yasuke went on um you know went on to journey here and this takes place pretty much during the death of nobunaga and 20 years later we see that nobunaga after nobunaga's death yasuke is now ronin for those who don't know ronins are summarized without a leader they're just wandering they're just wandering soldiers uh pretty much now and uh he's kind of like a a a sword for hire in some cases in here so after after nobunaga's death um you know he's now known as the black samurai who goes into various adventures throughout the uh land and that's pretty much what the entire six episodes uh first season or first half of the season really kind of takes you in here uh one of the but one of the main arcs of this story involves a young sick girl named Saki with mysterious mystic uh, abilities who needs to travel uh, north to see a doctor who can help her through these newly developed powers. Uh, Yasuke goes on to the goes on a journey uh, to protect her from uh, mercenaries who is after her and her mother uh, Ichike or Ichika, I should say. Um, while doing this. Yasuke tries to come to terms with his own past in here as well. So it's, again, a easy to understand and follow storyline. It doesn't have to be too complicated. You know who I'm talking about, Tenet. <laughs> and it was enjoyable. I loved, uh, there was a lot to love about this. The first season consists of six episodes of only a half hour. So you breeze by this really fast. Um, some may want to compare this to Afro Samurai, but, and there's some things to, you know, you can compare, but there's a lot of things you could contrast as well. But, you know, you because as you soon discover watching it, they do have their differences in terms of pacing and storytelling here. Also, because both the, the, the similarities here is that they both are alternate futures of alternate universes of kind of a feudal Japan type of thing that has advanced technology and mystical powers. But the difference is, is the storytelling here is that with Afro Samurai, it's a kind of a, you know, who's the best warrior of them all and who has the head, you know, who has the number one headband and all this stuff. Whereas this one is actually kind of still based around the real life events, but just altered in a certain way. And it has a narrative of him protecting somebody and going on a journey to protect. So that's where the stories kind of differ and contrast from there. We also... Also making their appearance here is Ming-Na Wen, Agent May, people, uh, and the original voice of uh, Mulong as well, uh, who plays the character Natsumaru in here. So uh, the, I, what I loved about this is the character design is absolutely top notch and the story is easy to follow. The animation is beautiful. The fight scenes are awesome. Uh, the, the voice acting is as stellar as you could possibly be. And by the time that you're done, you're easily wanting to watch more. I also want to note here the other awesome thing about this. And oh, man, this 
this show had so much soul to it it is it reminded me like if you loved uh samurai champloo and how they did everything this kind of had that set, same type of setup too but you know this is done by a this is created by a black man this was produced by a black man executive produced by a black man uh written by a black man this was like awesome and produced and animated in japan so this is you you got the whole this is the dream that the wu-tang wanted us to have <laughs> okay like this is what the rizzo wanted this is happening this is all happening here and you know i couldn't be more satisfied because i am one of those i am one of those cats that grew up like with you know with the films and all this stuff with the uh, martial arts films and the samurai films and you know i was a fan of wu-tang probably i'm still to this day my all-time favorite rap group of all time you know uh just period they were to me they were to me in hip-hop is what a uh, new addition was for me in in r&b you know and this kind of got all the vibe that you're looking for within a hip-hop you got it got some soul it got some hip-hop vibe to it it has the feudal japan vibe to it it all just assimilates fluidly together and added to that speaking of soul speaking of music that the intro the dope intro opening that they have in this series has is included music by thundercat and this is a guy that a lot of people know about some people don't and people are starting to learn more i just started venturing into his music as well and this dude is he's so soulful he is just awesome i hope to see him get deeper and deeper he's within the like black titter uh, i said the black titter the black twitter region of the you know of the land and um, he's 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 an awesome um uh, artist he's an awesome artist his music is just it's it's so mellow and flow so uh if you don't know about that cat no pun go on to uh you know go on to your favorite music platforms look up thundercat check out his music it is so full as hell so adding him to the mix it just made it so much better if you love feudal japan period samurai anime like afro samurai ninja scroll this is absolutely a must for you i'm not joking this was awesome there were some great episodes in here and i feel like because it was only six episodes it was a big tease for more things to come and i am looking forward to it and i god I, don't like my only fear is that that they don't just focus on this but i i need LaShawn jackson i need uh, LaShawn jackson i need LaShawn thomas to bring back cannon busters as well like we need to have start to have a whole group of anime with with black characters on here because i think he is on a path to doing such a great job and you know kudos to netflix shout out to netflix for embracing that you know they're getting into gear with these guys and i i absolutely enjoy it i would love to have uh LaShawn thomas on this show to talk about these things and everything so cross fingers who's to know who knows what the future holds on that note but for now i'm enjoying this i'm enjoying this representation being shown in the world of anime because guess what black people love anime too uh, i am living proof of this <laughs> and it's great to have every form of representation on here not only just black people but the lgbtq community we talk about sailor moon and such and, and, and many more i mean it, I, you know kudos to japan because they've been on a say what you will they made their mistakes in the past when it comes to you know race and representation because if you go far back into the days of um we talked about this with kanikoman uh and how they depict black people back then and 
I was, you know, when I had the guest Tokyo Rose on here at one point. And by the way, again, on TalkTimeLife.com, if you ever want to hear the episode where I have a guest from Japan talk about, you know, why dub and sub, the differences between dub and sub and which she prefers and such like that and the depictions of people of color back then and we just and we talk about that look just type in tokyo rose on the um podcast uh web page of the website that should come up and it's a great conversation that we have about that and she explains that like you know without the internet there wasn't too much understanding of what was considered appropriate or not and you know they learned a lesson now and then you could see over time that the way that they draw black people even in the 80s and the, the way that they do things. I mean, yeah, we talk about Mr. Popo all the time. And I still question, was Mr. Popo supposed to be an actual, you know, black or a person of color? Or was he an alien? I still don't know. They never they never specify whether he was actually human, in a sense. They, I, it just, yeah, I get the lips and all that stuff, which if he is, that's bad, Akira Toriyama. But he's evolved from that. I think they evolved from that now. And... You know, they've managed to make much better representations. And now you got people like LaShawn Thomas in here and others. Um, he's not the only, you know, person in Japan, you know, making anime series as well. There's more as well. Um, and manga out there. But yeah, man, it, it's it's they've evolved. They learned and evolved from that. So I'm really happy to see this all forms of representation being shown in that land because I am truly in love with Japan. <laughs> not just from an anime standpoint from just on every single fiber of, of their beings i i just enjoy them so um which is why i host a bunch of shows that has people in the world of anime <laughs> now so folks go out of your way to check it out so far six episodes in i give this a grade of a absolutely go out of your way to check it out it's a great 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 series and i guaranteed there's going to be more to come so folks that will do it for this edition of talk time live again sorry for the lateness but you giving the circumstances of me designing a brand new website in a day <laughs> a full full day you're going to understand why but it is for the best you could go out now and check out this in every episode and i mean every episode with ease with the now all new and improved user-friendly talktimelive.com. Go out of your way to check it out. And I didn't mention this also, some of the links to our favorite podcast platforms that you want to subscribe to is on air and available for you to check out, including Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher on air. If you can find the other ones that I mentioned, like iHeartRadio and Podbean and TuneIn and Audible and all that stuff, you can still go on to my profile page at talk time uh, i'm sorry not talk time live.com uh you could go well you should be able to go there but you could go on to my uh instagram page at Xavier underscore josiah and on there is the link to my link uh tree which has all of the other uh outlets that you can find the show on as well if you don't like it but we are available on spotify iHeartRadio, apple podcast google podcast stitcher Podbean, tune in audible Pocket Cast and Pandora as well. So you could listen to us in anywhere and everywhere from there. So um, this week on the Select Star Video Game Podcast, screw it, I just decided to do it. I brought Monster Hunter Rise. <laughs> I, if you listen to that podcast, you know for weeks, I've been 
back and forth on whether I'm going to do this. I decided to do it. So I, I don't know if I'm going to do it. A, a, it's no way in hell I'm going to be able to do a review this early. But I am playing it now. I am just at the bare beginnings of this. I am trying my best to enjoy this. I am trying my best. Shout out to all of the ACMG members who chimed out to say, like, you know, if you need help, you know, with it, you know, get my friend code, jump on will help you out i really appreciate it because i think i am absolutely going to need this i the idea is that i want to like this game that's why i keep buying it i keep buying this because i want to enjoy it and i just am having a hard time i do like the ninja theme so far but i want i feel like i just need to there's something about it that i that i want to like about it and i'm going to find it damn it and that's why i brought this one again so here's to hoping we'll talk about my experience with that on uh, this week, as well as any news that are coming in in the world of gaming as well. So stay tuned for much that and another episode of um, the Prime Show will be coming next week. So stay tuned for that as well. So that'll do it, people. On behalf of myself, this is Dax Xavier Josiah saying learn to let go, live life and love all things anime, comics, movies and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. I am out of here. Take care and have a very, very good week. Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.